Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Riley, and this is Firefly Girls Breaking Thread Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast. I am one half of this podcast, Riley. And I am the way better half, Katie. Way better half. <laughs> Welcome, folks, on this beautiful, we're recording on a Thursday morning. Uh, we have in the studio with us two very special guests. We have John and Lisa Schaefer. With two of my favorite people maybe in the entire world. And yes. I'm not just saying that because they're sitting here. Katie's besties. <laughs> They are the founders of Baseball Car Connection, located here in Effingham, Illinois, which is a special gym. And they are also frequent flyers of Firefly Grill. So I guess let's get right into it, folks. Give us an introduction, kind of you guys, and then how you will just get into the start of Baseball Car Connection and all the sorts. Who are you? I am John Schaefer, <laughs> owner of the Baseball Car Connection downtown, mm-hmm. along with... I am Lisa Schaefer, owner of the Baseball Card Connection. Oh, you guys are like in sync. Did you practice this? Or I'm like impressed. No, we're just naturally good. (laughs) We just are naturally the best. We can't help ourselves. So tell us, what is Baseball Card Connection? Is it just a place where all you do is buy baseball cards and that's it? That would be incorrect. That's right. That's a big no. So that's one thing we do get a lot of. Um, Our name is Baseball Card Connection, but we actually sell all different types of trading cards, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, hockey, Pokemon. The list goes on and on, but I think the one thing we do get when people come into our store for the first time is, holy shit, Mm -hmm. I didn't know you had all this other stuff. I mean, we have like, we had a customer, well, (laughs) let me give an example. Customer was in yesterday and asked what we had in Packers. So a lot of times it's easier for me just to get on our website and type Mm -hmm. in Packers. And it brought up 63 different items just for the Green Bay Packers, whether it's uh, a few items, house flags, lanyards, photos, work gloves, huggies. The list would just go on and on. So a lot of people might be familiar with the website Fanatics, where you might just be able to get on there and buy something from your favorite team. I just don't think a lot of people realize it's almost like we're a branch of Fanatics. We have a WinCraft direct account, which is Fanatics, and we sell all these items in our store. And that surprises people. We have people that come in and they, they ask it in in a kind of a derogatory, I don't know if that's the right word, but they say, you don't have anything Detroit Lions, right? Rather than saying, what, what do, do you, you have yeah. right. Detroit Lions? Yeah. And you're like, here, come here, here's 12 items. Right. right. And they're, yeah. you know, they're pretty excited because, hey, their friend or their cousin's a Lions fan and they want to pick something up and they're like, I, I would have to buy online or... You know, if you want a New Orleans Saints items, you lit- literally, where do you see Saints items? You're literally going to have to get within the vicinity of New Orleans sure. before you start seeing items in stores. We but- literally carry something for every 30 Major League Baseball team, and we have something for every NFL team. That's amazing. Ranging yeah. from one item to yeah. hundreds of items. Well, I think that's the thing that Effingham doesn't understand. They hear baseball card connection, and they just immediately only think cards. But even the memorabilia and the things like that that you guys have in the store are just baffling to me. Like, mm-hmm. who would have known Justin Bieber has its own cards? I mean, I tried to steal a couple <laughs> packs while I was in there a couple of times and it didn't no. work out. Or, you know, just like the signed Christmas vacation things that you guys have. It's just very interesting. Yeah, yeah and we try to make our store that way. We want to make it, um, it's not 
we've been around, this is our fourth decade now. So it's when you getting, say that, John, that makes me feel really old. No, no, so. it's not. <laughs> You're young at heart. We, we are. Hard. <laughs> so it's almost to the point of we're more about legacy now than we are money. And yeah. we want it to make an ex- we want to make our store an experience when you come in not just a place to come and shop. So what you're talking about, like you can walk up to the register and behind there and see those pictures you were probably just looking at, like Chevy Chase and autograph pictures from Christmas Vacation and, you know, just all kinds of celebrity type and and really high-end sports memorabilia. And it's not that we want to flip those every week. It's just we want people to come in and experience and see things that they've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. Honestly, if the Chevy Chase items sold or Christmas vacation items, I would be kind of sad. Yeah. Because they're kind of one of a kind pieces that yeah. we've handpicked yeah. at the national convention that we go to every year. Yeah. And when they're gone, it's like they're gone. Yeah. So I really don't want them to sell. Yeah. It's yeah. just really neat. So tell us, like, Obviously, you did you just wake up one day and say, let's start a baseball card connection store? Or how yeah, did it give start? give us the background. Because well, I know, I think baseball cards is kind of in John Schaefer's blood. I will try to give you the short version because <laughs> we might need 10 podcasts to <laughs> cover it all. Better. All right, let's go. <laughs> really, my brother and I just loved baseball growing up like every other little kid. We played baseball in our neighborhood. We had a wiffle ball field. Our parents took us to Cardinal games. As soon as we got back from the game, we put our helmets on and ran out and played baseball. And then, well, what do you want to do? How can you get close to the players? Well, by buying a pack of baseball cards and looking through them, hey, there's Lou Brock. That's my favorite player. I just was out in center field watching him play. So baseball cards are just kind of like a memories and and we just loved when we weren't playing baseball collecting them mm-hmm. yeah well as time went on baseball cards started to be a big thing and we started going to these card shows and we would just go to buy cards more cards we started building our collection and then i noticed like hey what am i doing like these guys are taking in all this money dealers yeah i found out what they were called they were dealers and i'm like well i want to be a dealer because that way i can set up all the cards i have duplicates of and sell those and then my whole thought was not to make money it was to increase my collection Mm -hmm. get more cards so i think i was 14 and i signed up for a card show sent my money in to pay for my table fee but then I realized that the show was in Decatur, Illinois, and I was only oh, no. 14. <laughs> well, how am I going to get there? So I had to twist my dad's arm, and he was into antique cars. And I said, hey, why don't you uh, drive to Decatur with me tomorrow? I can do cards, and you can do cars. And he yeah. thought, oh, well, we'll do that. So he dropped me off at the show, and that was kind of like, probably where we can mark that baseball card connection started really i was not really baseball card connection i was a little snot-nosed kid setting up (laughs) with my baseball cards really had not much of an idea as to what i was doing you know because back then there wasn't really you know a set market price on anything like there is today but so i just kind of was winging it and it just kind of grew from there i did it all through high school i got in trouble quite a few times at Effingham High School, the teacher would come by my desk and I would have my sports collector's digest book in between the math book, you know, reading (laughs) it. And I guess one day the teacher called my name twice on a 
problem on the board and Oops. I never answered. And then the next thing I know, they were tapping me on my shoulder <laughs> as I was John! buried in my homework there. <laughs> so then I basically did it all through college at Illinois State for four years. Um, it kept me out of a lot of trouble because on the weekends when my friends were going out to party, I was normally going to a card show. That's good. Uh, yeah, and setting up at the malls and things like that. And, and his friends loved him because he was the one with all the cash. So yeah, he the was buying from... the pizzas and they'd go to Wendy's. And he, so he was fretting everything. People, you know, college kids that are broke, well, Johnny had all the money. Well, yeah. back then, you know, a typical mall show on the weekend, you would probably sell, you could sell up to like $4,000 in single cards, which was That's a lot. That's huge. And, you know, when I got back to my apartment or dorm room, you know, for a couple of years, it was like a uh, medium pizza was $3.85. So that four grand went a long way. <laughs> yeah. That's like one person now for you, Katie. So I would... <laughs> Call me out. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe all those people didn't like me that much. They just, um, when, they I, when, your I, stuff. Yeah, when I bought 10 pizzas, I had a lot of friends yeah. in college. So They call that buying your friends, but you don't do that. John. <laughs> yeah. So to keep going in college, I was, the only thing that other, uh, that fascinated me was the stock market. Cause I just like the action, the buying, the selling and that was one thing I thought that maybe I could do. And then I just kind of knew as I was doing cards and cards and cards that, you know, I just want to start my own store when I'm done. But I did want to get a college education because I knew I would learn a lot. So I did get my finance degree in marketing and kind of looked at some stock stuff. And I think I made the smart decision because now you can just get on your computer and trade all the stocks you want. So, yeah, which yeah. he does. Can, well, yeah. I can kind of do that in my <laughs> spare time. So. Yeah. So when I got out of Illinois State, they had the job fair. I just packed up my stuff and went home and started my <laughs> started my business from scratch. Yeah. Like most other don't businesses. Don't need a job fair. <laughs> now, we're no Apple computer or anything like that, but that's how most of the small businesses start, whether yeah. it's in a basement or a garage. And that's Baseball what I did. Baseball card connection started out of a garage. In a garage in the back, in the of, back the of my real dad's estate. real estate. We just basically boarded up the garage door through a sign there and just started building it from scratch. And, That's awesome. you know, I've talked to a lot of the CEO kids and I just tell them, you don't have to start with some big fancy building. Right. Just start building it and build it as you go. You have so much time. Yeah. When you're in your 20s and you want it all, it's just like, take your time. Yeah. Take your time and just build it a dollar at a time. Yeah. I mean, I had a, we have one of the nicest buildings I would hope downtown right now, Beautiful. but it's been decades of work. Back then I had a beach towel hanging over the window to keep the sun from blaring in my eyes as I, as I tried to get an internet connection in the first days of the internet. That dial up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There was no way I could afford custom blinds. So I just pinned up a beach towel. So. And now we're on our fourth location. So yes, yeah. we are. So. Well, I was going to yeah. ask, I mean, obviously in the midst of all of these things, you two fell in love, but Lisa, <laughs> were you always part of the baseball card shop or no I absolutely was not a sports person my entire life and absolutely knew nothing about sports and wow. I'll tell you if you ask her a random sports fact she knows it these <laughs> yeah. days I'm like you know that That's you crazy. Know. <laughs> so you became obviously you guys got married and then as did you work out of the out of the store first and then kind of incorporated yourself in or no so when John and I first started dating um I um 
what was I doing back then? I can't even remember. Well, the t- I, I lived in Springfield, and I was a surgical assistant for a periodontist uh-huh. after I graduated college. And then I moved back to Effingham, and I worked at the convention center with Patty Green, mm-hmm. and I was doing weddings, kind of like what you did, Katie. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's why we're besties. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was working at the convention center, and John and I went on our honeymoon, and he just asked me when we were on a honeymoon, you need to go back and quit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you lost like your mind. <laughs> Nothing like quit. the honeymoon. We're going to live on deal. baseball cards? Like, really? <laughs> like, how are we going to eat? Like, it just... I guess I didn't even grasp the concept of it. Yeah. You know, at first when we were even, you know, we dated for two years before we were married. And I just, even then in the two years, I didn't really understand it all. And so I was kind of dumbfounded when he said, just quit your job when you get back and come on board with me. Yeah. So I did. We got back. I went into Patty's um, de- at her office and I said, sorry, but I'm quitting. I'm going to go work for John full time. Yeah. And I really thought I lost my mind. And <laughs> well. We Look started, at you now. I started in 92 downtown. So the first two years I was flying solo, which I wasn't much fun. Yeah. Um, running a store by yourself. You you have to run in the back room and make a sandwich really fast. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom. You have, you have to, to go to the bathroom, bathroom really fast. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of a so tough So we kind of needed years. somebody. I and did then, need somebody. But I, you know, we started dating in 94 and then we were married in 96. So I officially came on board in 96. Yeah. I was and born in 97. Just... Oh, were... barf. <laughs> yeah. And there were times too, and, and, and I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, grant you, but s- certain jobs can be stressful. There's just yeah. a lot going totally. on. And there was, you know, quite a few times where when Lisa would come back from work and I would be playing with my baseball cards, happy as can be, and yeah. she would be crying because she was under so much stress. By those brides hey, can I'm, be brutal. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> run, I'm running this uh, medical convention, or I'm doing this or that, and it's just like totally overwhelming, and I I couldn't even grasp like how do you cry at work like right. yeah, and and that's why I try to steer all the young entrepreneurs do what you love. And call it your job. That's kind of like my new mm-hmm. thing. Um, and, and I just and couldn't, not, I, I couldn't understand it. And I'm like, you you just come work for me. Like yeah. we're gonna have fun. I mean, work is fun. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. it's not, As you it have the wrong be. job. Absolutely. And I truly love it. I mean, I I started working with him day one, and I just I fell in love with it. Yeah. I'm like this is fun. Like so i just started learning about all the yeah. trading cards and learning about the business and yeah and we hung that sign above her desk that there's no crying in baseball that's right that's right <laughs> so where were you located before you where you're at now so when i started at the real estate office on keller drive mm-hmm. um i was lucky to have my dad as kind of my sidekick and and trust me i did it all on my own people <laughs> And it's okay. People think, yeah, your dad probably bought you that building. No, no. my dad didn't give me a dime. I know Bill. So and that I, Bill gave happen. a lot of support. Absolutely. He was a realtor. realtor. And I'm like, I have to move downtown. I have to be down there where there's people. Right. Because then people will walk in the store that wouldn't know it's there. I'll have more exposure. You don't have much exposure in the back of a garage. So 
um, a property popped up and I bought the property and then that was across from the courthouse. That's like where, where the um, em Emerald Room is now. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That's, yeah. We oh. owned that building gotcha. next to Anderson's. So that's where, that's when I was like, okay, now I'm a store. Right. I'm yeah. downtown. But for quite a few years, I w wasn't even open on the weekends because I would go to the card conventions because sure. I could sell so much more. Sure. At a convention than I could downtown. Yeah. Now it's reversed. Now Saturdays at our store are chaos. People Absolutely. come from everywhere. There's no way we're leaving our store to go to a show. Yeah. So that's how things change over the years. Yeah. But, and then we had purchased another building right next to the one we were in, thinking that, hey, maybe we'll expand. Sure. So I wanted to control the property next door. That building is where Full Circle Realty is that Brian oh, Henney okay. owns. Yeah. So we owned that so, building. And then the current the Stevens Hardware building kind of popped up and we had that on our radar. It actually sat vacant for two years, if you can believe it. Really? That. I don't think <laughs> downtown. Down, yeah, a downtown property vacant for two years. So My, how real estate has changed. Yeah, we ended up buying that one and selling our other two, compacted everything, and, and we're good to go now. We have plenty of room. Yeah, so. it's a great, great store. So I think some, you know, and this is kind of a big question but you know you guys are very involved obviously with the baseball card world and i think a lot of people are shocked that your store is in effingham illinois a town of thirteen thousand people so you know why obviously you're successful in other ways but why do you think effingham loves you guys so much well i think one big reason is effingham is such a huge sports community yes so i think you know we benefit from that. There's so, and baseball is just huge in Effingham. Mm -hmm. um, not as the local teams um, with Effingham High School and St. Anthony, but we also have all the outs, uh, um, surrounding communities that are huge in sports. Yeah. And then we also, which we tell people all the time in our trading card world, how lucky we are to have so many um, baseball players. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have four major league baseball players that are pitchers. I think I it's mean, that is huge yeah. for yes. the size of our town. Yes. So I think that, you know, that's one aspect where our benefit Mm -hmm. is very well, successful. Well, and Effingham, too, is kind of the hub of all the smaller communities around. Absolutely. A lot of the people we talk to, it's like, oh, yeah, well, we drive to Effingham to go out for dinner at the Firefly or yeah. we buy, come, in, come into town to mm -hmm. buy our groceries because there's a lot of rural communities around. And Effingham's kind of the hub of all those. Yeah. And we're blessed that so many people come from all around to our store. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, the community's great. And like Lisa said, I don't know of any other s town of this size that's as sports crazy as this town. Yeah. This is, yeah. I it's mean, incredible. this week, yeah, this week we see football moms flying everywhere with those posters. I mean, yeah. they, the people around here, when it comes to sports, they kick it into overdrive. Look yeah. at our football field. Do you see? Oh, it's so nice. Like yeah. yeah, it's so nice. So kind of like Firefly, you know, people travel a lot for Firefly. They come from within 100 miles to eat. Yeah. So I assume you guys probably experience the same thing when it comes to baseball cards. Oh, uh, definitely. The record this summer was a guy called, and he was coming seven hours. 
Wow. Seven hours. <laughs> a seven hour drive. And I'm like, you're pretty what smart is he coming to for? call and make sure that we you're were here. Open, like all of those things. He yeah. I just mean, saw all of our social media posts yeah. and our store and just some of the accolades we got. And he just wanted to come experience it in yeah. person. But it's very common. We have groups of guys that carpool and, and come, come, come two to three hours. That's more normal. But yeah. seven's crazy. That yeah. I would say your crazy. normal through the week is anywhere from four. 45 minutes to an hour and a half yeah. people yeah. drive like that's not uncommon at all for people to drive that far yeah, yeah. i do love the experience that your store gives because i was actually in there for a few minutes uh yesterday and there was a gentleman sitting i don't know if he was sitting on like a trash can or like a little stool or something but he was like going through yep, little cards and i like looked over and i was talking to you for a little bit lisa and then i looked again over and he had moved down and then he was like searching again and i just thought it was so cute because he was just like on the hunt for and the perfect thing he know? comes and from I, decatur and so. i was helping people and i saw you guys talking and i just wondered what was going through your head because yeah. it's it's midweek. It's not really yeah, like a busy like, time. And there were people everywhere in the store. And yeah. I'm just wondering what Katie's thinking. Like, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you guys are really busy because it's a random Wednesday. But yeah. that was, you know, it was just really neat to see. Um, so obviously through COVID, the baseball card scene blew up, I feel. Blew up. I mean, I just remember talking with you all throughout the pandemic and just the, you know, you guys have always been busy, but I think it was just next caliber for you guys. So, you know, what, what's, you know, why, why do people still come for the physical cards? Why are they not just using eBay? Why are like, what's the, what's the change that you guys So I think it's the experience and just the fact that they can put their hands on the merchandise. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. totally different. Like even for me, I enjoy getting on eBay and bidding on cards and you get them in you're like, oh, cool. But it's just, ask Lisa, it's just not the same being in a, in a store or at a card show and actually thumbing through the cards like you saw the guy doing yesterday. Yeah, it was so cute. And then you find that player you're looking for or that card you want to add to your collection and, and you're, you're, you have it in your hand. There's something yeah. about touching the cards. Yeah. And then yeah. when That's, they find that card, I mean, it's almost like you're giddy, like you, when you, or you see a cool card, you're excited, and then you have a fellow collector right next to you, and then it's really cool when you look out in the store and other people are interacting with other people, talking about their collections, and yeah. so I think that that plays a lot behind it too. Where yeah. you're at home and you're online, it's just not as exciting when you see something, right. but when you go physically and shop i mean it's kind of like girls going shopping for clothes or right yeah. or louis Vuitton purses yes. or you know it's just the experience yeah. is just it's huge mm -hmm. well and you know exactly what you're getting because you're holding it like i'll purchase a shirt online or lisa will purchase me a shirt online that's just <laughs> right. how it works yeah i was like mm. and then i'll put it on and it's like i'm look like a wrap sausage and i'm like <laughs> I'm like, this is an extra large. This, this is a this tiny. This feels like extra. an extra I'm like, small. I'm like, this is a pass. Like, yeah. uh, apparently in this brand in this company, I need like a triple X. <laughs> so just for the record, I'm a large extra large. Okay, okay. if anybody wants to send you merch yeah. after this, you know, yeah. Good to know. So, and I think like Lisa said, the trading cards like they they capture memories. Like mm -hmm. mm, yeah. you know, something Pujols hits his 500th home run or something like that. It's on a card. And yeah. you're like, 
you can hold the card and say, show show people, I was there, look, this is my card. And yeah. They just, and, and they're, they also hold value. I mean, a lot of people collect for fun, but there's people that also collect as an investment. Sure. Like if, 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 say, your friend Chad Green knows, hey, this kid coming up for the Blue Jays is a great hitter. And right. You, and you buy a couple thousand of his rookie cards and they go from a dollar to ten dollars. Yeah. Well, you know, that can be Sitting valuable, on a gold too. So mine. you have an investment part of it, but you also have a fun collecting part of it, too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And awesome. Lisa covered the social aspect really well. It's yeah. just, it's just a, it's a, it's fun. It's kind of right. like, why do people go to the pumpkin patch? It's like, why do people <laughs> go to the baseball card store? Because yeah. it's fun. It's a fun Saturday afternoon, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday <laughs> activity. <laughs> I love Christmas it. Day, they were open this last year. I mean, yeah, and not to run out some businessmen, but some businessmen yesterday stopped down into our store just to say hi. And I think they ended up staying about an hour and a half because it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. They were in a meeting, yes, Lisa. They, yeah. they were. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, could you share some of like the most valuable or unique items, I guess, you guys have came across in your shop and what makes them so special to you guys? So I think one of the um, most unique items that we have um, in our personal collection would be the, well, we actually have two. We have a Jackie Robinson rookie card and we have a Babe Ruth rookie card. And those two are just, you know, Babe Ruth is just. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, I and, know nothing about sports and I know yeah, Babe Ruth. I think you, like, and knows. then Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson kind of broke the color barrier in yeah. sports. Sure. So um, those two are just like your legendary cards. And we hadn't owned those for a long time up until recently. And a lot of times we would come across them or other collectors would want to buy them. So we would be on a hunt for them and mm-hmm. get them or we would buy them and we'd put them in our store and sell them and i was always to john i'm like we need to own those cards she like, laid we, the law down we sure. do this for a living <laughs> like yeah. we those are just the most iconic most valuable yeah. cards right yeah. and so I think the jackie robinson i think it was was the first one i'm it was a graded card, mm-hmm. so I'm cleaning it up, you yeah. know, getting ready to scan it and all that. Going through the normal routine of how we process and sell a card. Yeah. And then I just hear, no. <laughs> like, so like, we have to start setting some of these cards aside. I yeah. mean, we have to build a collection of some of these iconic cards yeah. just to have. So now yeah. I've actually taken them out of the store because normally if they would be in the store and let's say, Riley, you want to come in and mm-hmm. you want to buy a, a Jackie Robinson rookie card, mm-hmm. John would get it and show mm-hmm. it to you and sell it. And I'm like, okay, we're going to take these and put them in our lockbox at the bank. Mm-hmm. One reason, because they're so valuable, they, that's where they should be. But that at least gives John a day or two to think about, do I really want to sell them? Yeah. And then yeah. he would physically have to go get them. Yeah. So, yeah. but now, you know, we've just kind of increased over the years our collection. So we do have a pretty good collection of our own. Yeah. So, so. what are the what are the value of those two cards? Yeah, well, the say, Jackie, to say. I, didn't know I think the Jackie peaked at one. T- now, this the one, is, I mean, this they is, vary because it's all yeah, based they go on up condition. And down and up and down. And the Jackie and, in the condition it was in, it was at 35,000 was kind of the oh, peak Oh, so of like that not card. much. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you, so you can see where John sometimes is like, maybe we could sell it. Yeah. And 
and probably yeah. buy it back at some point. But yeah. Do you want a baseball where, card or a car? That's, yeah. that's, that's where she cut me off at the legs, not letting me even have the cards in the building. So yeah. there's no chance. Yeah. They're just by chance going to disappear on a random day when she's not there. Right. So. But of course, back in the day, I mean, we probably did have those cards, but we had to sell them because mm-hmm. we always reinvested all of our money back into our business. And yeah. that's it's why where our business is the way it is today, because... Yeah we sacrificed back years ago. Yeah. So now we're able to have those cards. It's like right. saving so, one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. It's just we ate a lot of beans and rice when we were younger, so yeah. we can eat Firefly now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, well, we're not say, that, that expensive. That is a big thing for Firefly <laughs> is we, you know, we invest so much back into our business because it does like, it pays off leaps and bounds. You exactly. Know? And it's just the best thing to to put, the, you know, all of the work that you've done and our staff and, you know, except you have great people that work for you too. Like, it's just, it, it's worth it. So right. we've only had Firefly once so far this week. This we week, another, yeah. Uh-huh. And then yeah. another night, we had a tray of the macaroni and cheese from the Firefly. Oh, so yeah. Over the weekend. So we actually ate this? leftovers. I don't even know. This is what people Thursday. laugh at me because, like, I typically don't know what day it is. I'm just living my card world. So it's Thursday. Thursday. Okay, so we're Thursday, and we've, we've Fireflied twice. So yeah. we may be done for the week. I don't well, know. Well, that's kind of unfortunate. Maybe one more time. Actually, yeah. we ate Firefly at the family reunion on Saturday. So, so we've had f- it three times yeah. this week. And the only reason I'm here is it said Firefly <laughs> podcast, so I figured there'd be some food. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Listen, it's 8 a.m. We yet. don't function this yeah. early. When you guys chose this time frame, I thought, whoa, I haven't even had coffee yet today. Well, we've got things to do, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So your online presence is huge not only do you have mr social media content creator john schaefer who's like the real king of I, instagram i have no idea what i'm doing but you do a great, but yeah, job. You do a great but job sometimes i think that when you don't know what the hell you're doing yeah i mean i just pick up my phone half the time i pick it up and it's like do you want to recreate a reel and i'm like i guess sure. <laughs> and i hit the button and some stuff pops up do you want to add some music i guess i don't know like yeah. god what but am i supposed to do know what you're doing and your marketing background, obviously, well, in college yeah, has helped you a much, lot. Yeah, and you're a fantastic writer. I don't think a lot of people know that about you. I mean, well, you are an amazing writer. Thank uh-huh. you. You're welcome. Yeah. So, but but you have to remember back in the 90s at Illinois State, there was no Instagram courses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, well, you're doing great. But I think that with your, you know, growing... Instagram, your beautiful website, and your just success I on thought eBay. You were say beautiful wife. Well, we Back all know it. that. <laughs> Hello. Um, you know, you guys have just exploded in the world of online card sales and, yeah. you know, eBay and all of those things. So, how has that impacted your business? Well, I think Are you sleeping or oh, and when did you start? No, John does not sleep. Yeah, and when did you start much. eBay? Then, I guess walk us through like Well, that. eBay, we started pretty much close to 98. when eBay started. It we was started in, in May of 98, 98. is when wow. we started. I think eBay actually might have started in 97, we done but really, we started really in well May of 98. If we could have had an internet connection that worked, <laughs> yeah. like like it would make the screeching noise. Yeah, like that dial up. The dial up, really yeah. I would be working in the store. and Riley doesn't know what that is. Lisa yeah, would like, start screaming. Over my head. 
I'm online, I'm online. And I'd Hurry have to up, run up there really hurry and we'd have to get stuff out for sale until the connection dropped and went out. So. Oh, I remember when I would try to like, my mom would try, or my mom would try to make a phone call and she'd be like, are you on the internet? And I'd be like, yeah. And she'd be like, get off, I've got to make a phone call. That's crazy. So, but, but building our eBay store from the very beginning, had, you know, it's, I remember people saying like, wow, that, that internet's gonna kill your business. And I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? Like, I'm assuming they think that everybody's just gonna buy stuff off the internet and not buy anything from our store. Right. But hello, like when the internet's starting, I'm going to sell on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so as of, I don't know how many, how, well, it's been what, 20 some years. We've sold to more than 250,000 different people wow. through our eBay store. So, and That's what it's insane. done, here, here's the main thing that, it, how it's helped us. When we have customers in all 50 states and literally around the world, we try to cut some of those out though, internationals of pain, but all around the United States, you have fans from every team. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we can sell every team mm -hmm. online. Right. So we have every team in our store. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we talked about earlier. When that one guy comes in and he's like, hey, I wanna, I'm looking for a New York Giants football team. I, boom, we have it. Right. We would not probably have that if we didn't have our eBay and our online. Yeah. We or, would have Cardinals, Cubs, Packers, Bears, right. Steelers, Cowboys, all the teams that sell really well. Yeah. But we wouldn't have all these teams that are so far from us or just not popular. Mm -hmm. But we do because of our eBay store. And it every, works hand in hand with our physical store. And everybody store. has, for example, like a Ross Wolf or a Chad Green. Like yeah. Ross Wolf is from Newton and he pitched. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we have cards of him. Right. Well, everybody has somebody, you know, you're a relative or something. Sure. So we have those cards and people want those cards. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can cater to all those people as well. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I guess with the eBay thing, you know, that brings us to the big, you guys were awarded the top four, what is it, top final top four, four finalists, finalists in America's best card shop competition. That's huge. There was 1,500 stores that were entered into the contest, and it was narrowed down to the final four. And then it went to public voting, mm -hmm. and we didn't make it to the top store, but yeah, that's okay. That's still we were totally extremely yeah. honored to be even entered into the contest and then come out of being one of the top four in the country. So yeah. John and I are very humble people, but it was just a huge honor. Oh, it was so cool. I remember like I started following certain things when you guys were at the national that year, because mm -hmm. that's when they were, you know, at, at, in Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. Right. And that's like when all this was going down and I was following the most random Instagram accounts because <laughs> I was like, I got to know, are they going to win? Where's the, you know, and I was kind of, it was fun to see you guys like in the different events. So, And, and, and that's stuff. where the social comes in because it was like great you know yeah 1500 down to four you know we don't really pat ourselves on the back much but that I is would. yeah it's... that that is we we were happy you can't be sad for that <laughs> but the best part of it was we didn't really care if we won but mm -hmm. but we got to go to atlantic city and be on That's stage awesome. with tops and, and just to meet to all meet, the people yeah, that we the other, hadn't ever the met other in the industry final or four, that... we spent a lot of time with them i think one day we almost 
instead of buying cards, I was more just socializing, visiting talking. and talking to all the other three store owners. Yeah, and learning. it's just amazing how they're we're all different and sure. we all do mm-hmm. different things and we cater to different people. And so you're learning. It, from it's the kind best. of yeah. It's it was very exciting. It was really neat because I kind of you know when I was looking at who was nominated and all that stuff, it was cool to kind of check out their different stores and they do. I mean, you guys are all different in your own unique ways and you have your like unique things that really are different stand niches, out, which right. I think is yeah really really neat. Um, so you know what's you know that I think that's just a big part too it like puts you guys out there even more Mm -hmm. you know and let's talk a little bit about like eBay's been here how many times now to visit your guys' store in the past um year and a half eBay's actually been to our store twice so we um we did they did a series last year called cop drop and keep Mm -hmm. and so they came to our store there's about 15 of them that came they were from the mini advertising group from pacific palisades california along with ebay and then they flew in um, some people from new york and boston so they did super cool (laughs) so that is actually online Um, it was a series where they interviewed me to talk about our store um, they came there for that. And then earlier this year in March, they had an eBay, um, it was called Trade Nights Across America. Yep. Yeah. So they there was four, five different businesses um, that they featured, and we were the first one. So that was pretty exciting. So That's back awesome. to the um, video of when eBay first came for the Cop Drop Keep, um, just... Th- it, it wasn't really like about us either, but to spend an entire day yeah. with those people, mm-hmm. it was eBay and the mini advertising agency from Pacific Palisades, California. Yeah. And you want to get on a website, get on their website yeah. and check out where they work. Yeah. You walk out there right on the ocean. It looks like oh, some kind of a palace. Well, if you want to um, take a break, you walk out. I guess and you're I'll be putting my notice in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these people, just being around them for a day and watching them work and yeah. just seeing what they do, it was a it was an incredible experience for somebody like me, who's basically been in business my whole life. I honestly just that day blew me away. I'm like, I, I can't believe I just experienced this, and I'm in my fifties. Like this yeah. is this yeah. was amazing. And we've still contacted, we still are in contact with some of those people. We became friends with them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just amazing to meet those people. And then, you know, and you guys kind of played a role in that too, because let me tell you a little story. We have time for stories, right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. So we, Lisa's first thing is like, all right, we, eBay's coming to town. I mean, this is what, a $23 billion company? <laughs> like, we're hosting them, right? Small, small. So, so we have to pull this off. So, of course, we call Christy Hackman when, when that. So, Christy handled the breakfast upstairs. We had a spread for him. It's like we have to make everything perfect. Well, and you two and are like the ultimate hosts. Well, so. we, well that that's more of Lisa's gig, yeah. not mine. She does great. So we, Lisa asked, like, well, typically, what do you guys do for lunch? And it's like, well, we're going to work all day. And they don't want to mess around. Yeah. They've got a, they've got a plan. Yeah. It was a 10-hour day. Yeah, we it was order a work in, day. We order in, like, subs, and we have a working lunch. And I said, well, we're going to cancel lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the Firefly for lunch. And we'll make it quick. We'll have everything set up. We'll yeah. have everything laid out. Of course, you can order 
And I mean, everything went off without a hitch. We went out there. Um, we had our private room. The hors d'oeuvres were set up. Everything went just to perfect. You had like, I don't know how many people helping us. It just went boom, boom, boom. Yeah. We got in and out of there. But as we sat there and just watched them, you know, and we're overlooking the fountain and the water. I'm yeah. like, what do these people think? Because when they drove in, you know these people where they live. Yes. Yeah. They oh. land, they come in, they drive from St. Louis or whatever. And what do they see? Cornfields. They're like, where in the Non-stop. hell are we heading? <laughs> yes. But I would have to say so to out of 15 of them, probably three to five of them. We're so excited to see cornfields. Yeah. We oh, were I actually having lunch at the Firefly, Get and they corn. ran across to they run through the cornfields. I believe it. So they were so excited for that. I believe it. California people. I mean, it's like Come a on. concrete jungle, you know, where they <laughs> well, live. Well, right? yes. They probably say, check those people out doing selfies in the ocean. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, everything went just and, – and I just kept hearing from one person to the other, like, I've never had sea bass this good. It's like, you live on the ocean. <laughs> yeah, for like, real. Or, it's, you honor. know, the salmon and the fried chicken, they yeah. were just all raving how wonderful their food was. Yeah. And it was just a great opportunity for us because – you know, they're coming in from out of town. Well, we want to showcase our town sure. and show them. And then a few of them have even driven through Effingham. And I know they've stopped and ate at the yes. Firefly because they're like, that was so good. We're going to make it a point to come back to Effingham. Yeah. So I and remember. So we were happy that that like happened. We were done. And there was a guy, Frank, that we kind of hit it off. We have the same personality. Yeah. So I'm sitting oh, with boy. him. And he's yeah. just like, oh, my God, this is like the best. This is like the best meal I've ever had. And I said, I know you ought to have some bacon, though. Yeah, it's like really didn't go with what we're eating. (laughs) So I'm like, we got to have some of that bacon. So the waitress brought us some bacon and we like shared it. He's like, what the hell? This is unbelievable. (laughs) And so now he calls me Bacon Bro. Bacon Bro. That's hilarious. I'm going to start calling you that, Riley. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. But we wanted to show what Effingham has to offer. Sure, you know which what is I mean. They were so amazing. impressed with our downtown. Like Beautiful. it's amazing how many stores and just boutiques and shops and everything mm-hmm. that we have down there. It's not your typical downtown. Yeah, and, and to be able to take them to a restaurant of that high caliber, I thought was and and then see what happens. They call and come back. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then even that night, it just so happened to be the day they were there. It was the barbecue fest downtown. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so I they this. a lot of them they had to get back to St. Louis to get catch their flight the next morning. But a lot of them stayed. They wanted to walk around downtown and experience yeah. just yeah. the downtown festival, and so that was really cool to yeah. be able to walk around with them and yeah. listen to live music and have a couple cocktails. Yeah. Yeah, because our downtown is thriving, like you right. said, John. I mean, a lot of times you go to small towns and they're just, you know, kind of ghost towns. Or it's like, oh, that used to be this boutique or this restaurant or whatever. But ours is full and busy and it's just And really I think that that's see. what a lot of them thought. Like, oh, yeah. they're coming to the small town of 12,000. Well, and, and that's where, I mean, a lot of times we just kind of go through the motions and work, work, work. But that was the one time we kind of had a little pride or we felt proud was when we saw a list of stops on some of these tours and you mm-hmm. saw the list mm-hmm. Chicago Cleveland St. Louis Louisville Kentucky, all these metropolitan cities and then in the Effingham yeah <laughs> so it was yeah. almost like which which piece doesn't belong right like, yeah like so we kind of felt like hey that's kind of cool we're putting Effingham up into the 
you know, we're pushing with those big cities Absolutely. to bring people here. So yeah. we yeah. were pretty proud of that. Yeah. And then the same thing with the trade nights across America. Um, that we, you know, when you got the list of the maps of where uh-huh. they were going, it was the same thing. And, um, when eBay came back, they, you know, that was pretty big for us because eBay put their name with us. Like they were it tagged so with cool. us. So when you get a $23 billion company and they want a tagline with us, it's like, wow, yeah. that, that was such a huge honor Absolutely. that they came for the trade nights across America. Well, I think it's a validation that they follow us and we've known them for a long time and they know who we are, what we stand for, and that we do things the right way. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to partner with someone like that. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. Which that like kind of leads into the next question, which is like, what advice would you give to someone interested in starting their own? I mean, maybe it's sports memorabilia store. Maybe yeah. it's just their own small business in yeah. general. But, you know, you guys have so you know, you're very young, but you have many years under so your belt. So probably not. I, I think as far as our industry goes, if someone's starting a store, they yeah. probably know what they're doing. Yeah. So well, you have yeah. your two, you they, know, boys that started their some, own. We've spun off some people already. Yeah. And people, we've had people come. No, let's talk about that. We've had people come to us and say, oh, well, you have competition now. We have these smaller stores in these areas that, the ki- you know, kids yeah. have worked for you. And we don't but see it that way. We, we see it, it as our yeah. industry growing and I we've done so everything adorable. we can to help them. Yeah. We will send customers. It's just it's part of a growing industry. Yeah. It's not competition. So, And I think that's in our industry as a whole. Like everybody wants to help everybody, mm-hmm. the majority at least. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all want everybody to su- succeed. It's not competition at all yeah well it's like a pay it forward situation exactly everybody help me right yeah and it's like okay we can light your candle you know you light our candle. it's just it keeps going on and on it's not like this cutthroat like oh well we're gonna sell everything for half price and do them in you know yeah it's like it's nothing like that in our industry like lisa says everybody seems to be nice and they want to help everybody else yeah that's and everybody has goes. their own unique niche. That's what like people are like, oh my gosh, are you scared that this restaurant's opening in this town or here or whatever? And I'm like, no. no. Yeah. You know, I hope that they get just as much business as what we have and that they thrive because I, there's got to be something for everybody well, out there. You have exactly. other restaurants on your podcast. Yeah, so yeah. we like, do. Well, yeah. why would they do that? Well, because Firefly knows not every, like us, we love Firefly, but we're not going to eat there five nights a week. Right, you know? absolutely. But, but they might have even... people that eat there five times a week. Yeah, they're my but... parents. And as far <laughs> I think as it's the, a job yeah. security thing. <laughs> and you said the business advice. I would just say take it slow. Everybody wants everything right now. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if that's how you're going to roll, you're going to end up with nothing. Yeah. You have to reinvest every dime. You need yeah. to drive a shitty car, put all that money back in your business. Absolutely. Um, Work I, hard. We I was had talking a, I about won't that say, with real estate mm-hmm. the other day. It's like the, there's you know young kids that want to buy homes that are the same caliber as what their parents are buying or what their grandparents yeah. live in or whatever. And like, don't get me wrong, I was that kid. I thought I can afford whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, surprise, reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, and I think that's what what. It's what happens in businesses too. It's like well, it's not up. just business. It's just in life. In I mean, life, everybody yeah. sees the shiny new stuff, and they're like, "I'm going right. to have that." Well, you can have it, but you know, you have to work hard for it. Right. Yeah. And right. some of the younger entrepreneurs, shop owners that I mentor, they've come to me, and 
you know, one of them, I'm not ever going to say names, but one of them was like, I, I, I can't function without this $5,000 cash register. And I'm like, we've been in business for <laughs> how many years now? We're, in, we're into our fourth decade. I've never had a cash register that costs more than $125 <laughs> from Sam's Club. We still just to this day, have, still to this day, we don't. We don't have the fancy point of sale system. And I'm like, I said, how about this? How about we just sell for a year, set some money aside, you know, every week, and then yeah. we'll buy that system when yeah. we have the money. Yeah. If we keep borrowing money, I want this, I want this, I need this, I, I need some structure. It's just going to spiral out of like, control. You're never going to get there. If you save and get, we, your business isn't going to falter because of your system at your checkout. Right. That's, that's, no. Right. No. So I took her to, uh, I won't even mention their name either. Uh, um, Another business in town. A lady who been in business for quite a few years. And I said, let me have her tell you the story about her cash register. And I said, okay, tell tell this young girl about your first cash register. And she said it was a little wood box. That her dad built. My dad built it, and we put little slots for dollar bills. and. Oh, my gosh. You know, so Like the true concession stand like yes, cash box. Yes, right, but it was made right. out of wood. Yeah. And she's run one of the best businesses around for decades. And it's like that was her first cash yeah. register. So now where are we at? Are we really going to borrow five to ten grand to get this system put in? Right. Or are we just going to start making some money and yeah. saving up for it? You choose, but this might be the decision that wrecks your whole business. Yeah. They say it's the KISS mes- method, the keep it simple, stupid yep. method. Yep. You I know, I that. think that's really interesting. So share with the people where um, they can find you address-wise, um, eBay shop-wise. Give us all the details. And then we have a question that we didn't yes. tell you about to ask. Yes. You. So you can find us on Baseball Card Connection. Yeah, that'll take you into both of our stores. If you go to baseballcardconnection.com, you'll link in. You can link into our eBay store and mm-hmm. our Beckett store, which is mainly trading cards. The eBay store has literally everything in it. The and eBay can, store has, as of today, has four thousand ninety four hundred. I can't even say this word, and I do. Okay, let me try it. Four, <laughs> let's just say a half a million. I was going to say 500,000, basically. Yeah. We have so, 500,000 um, items for sale online. Um, we have 3,306,197 total pieces of inventory for sale online. Oh gosh. <laughs> wow. As well as 12 million trading cards in our store. And you can shop our store at 313 West Jefferson Avenue so, in downtown. I don't even want to think about the insurance that like I, I, needs I, I don't want to think about having to do inventory. <laughs> so, I was feeling a little tired this week, but then I looked at the numbers and I saw that. I didn't know that was the number. Yeah. That drives me crazy. 494,881 mm. different items for sale. That's crazy. So the first thing I think of is we have to get 5,200 more items out. So quick, <laughs> we got to get that 500,000. Buy them up. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm Let's thinking, go. really? We we don't have a large staff. We have a half a million different items in yeah. there for sale that we have to pick if somebody yeah. buys. So I've been trying to get a job there for at least a year now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a mess. Um, okay, Riley. And then social media, you said, like, you can follow our shenanigans which i guess katie does on instagram and facebook which is just baseball card connection yeah and twitter twitter and you're the x now you you never know what's going to pop up on there 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Maybe and I, I think, need to get I, I think, need to get on back on the back on the Twitter. So the difference with us is I think a lot of the social media is more of people trying to be cool. And with us it's more like we did a couple of days ago. Just took a selfie sitting out in our chairs <laughs> and in the parking lot in the sunshine. Soaking up and, that vitamin the simplicity. C. And then you get thousands of views and hundreds of likes. And then if you try to do something cool, you get like one like. So, <laughs> so just be yourself. I think it's it's the worst. I, it's like that drives Riley yeah, crazy. Just be so. yourself. I think what people like is the journey of what we're doing and just, you know. Just, that we're real. Yeah, that we're real and, you know. Plain and simple. Once yep. in a while, there may be a cool we're video. We're just down to earth, in, but normal time, people. It's yeah. just like following the journey of what we're doing. And then yeah. one thing we didn't talk about, which is kind of huge, um, we had a YouTube influencer stop in our store. Oh yes, in um, July. So he was traveling um, across the Midwest on his journey to the national convention that was in Chicago this year. It rotates every year um, between Chicago, Cleveland, Atlantic City. Um, so he had, I believe 15 or 17 different stores on his radar that he was going from California through the Midwest and then ending in Chicago. And one of our other card buddies, which is Burbank sports cards in California, he's really good friends with this guy. And he reached out to him and he said, I think you're missing one of the best stores that you need to stop at. So he plugged him in, Jay and his girlfriend, to stop at our store. And it actually ended up, um, he, Rob interviewed him last week, and he actually said that our store was one of the best stores that he stopped no at way. out That's of awesome. the 17 stores. So he was thankful to Rob that he told him to be on there. So he was at our store on June 26th, him and his girlfriend, and they were there for 12 hours. I'm like, they were there forever. I remember it was a long day. And wow. we actually took them to the Firefly, too, you that did. night for I dinner. I got to have dinner with them. Yes. It was amazing to sit and chat with them. So they, um, if you would like, you can get on their YouTube page, which is Mojo Sports. And he did two one-hour videos of the ins and outs of the baseball card connection. Cool. Yeah. So that that has actually drawn even more attention to our business. Um, just over the past month and a half or so, we've had quite a few new followers, people across the country that That's have awesome. um, awesome. gotten in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, it was and great then that when he we, came. Shout we, out to Mojo. Yep. Shout Mojo out. and AG are amazing people. Sweet. So we thank them for that. So we have one more question for you guys. Um, we've been trying to ask every guest the last few episodes this. So what would be your guys' death row meal, each of you? So you're on your your sentence to life. What What's the last meal you want to leave this earth with? It doesn't have to be Firefly. Doesn't, uh, mine yeah. would be Firefly. It doesn't have to be Firefly. So <laughs> you can, I'm feeling I know what John's is. You can give us the main entree. You can give us a side. You can go for a drink. Dessert. 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 Let's There's hear yours, John. There's not going to be any appetizers, desserts, or sides, probably. John so, starts with a P, I bet. So, yeah. <laughs> Mine's definitely going to be pizza. What yeah, kind? A sausage pizza. It's going like, to be a sausage, just a plain old sausage pizza. Okay. And it's going to be, are you guys ready? I'm going to piss off everybody in the room. You know, I'm ready. I know, I know, where, I know where it's from. Now, I, I just mean, say hey, let's, let's get this straight. Pizza places around here are just fine. But mine is going to be from Bob's Pizza in a specific one because I've had oh, them all. There's okay. one that's okay. the best in Vincennes, Indiana. 
Now okay. that narrows it down. There's still two, but the one on 6th Street, 6 with the TH. Okay. Right. So that's going to be it. My Bob's Pizza. Just, just, just pizza. Just pizza. I knew it was going to be Bob's Pizza because I remember you talking about it, but I couldn't remember where it was. So. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking to wash it down? Um, a Coke. No, no. Ice or an iced tea. Really do the Coke, well, yeah. he does with his pizza. He always I would have know, a Coke. But I can't even get a whole one down anymore. It's an age thing. That uh, <laughs> they're just the belly. too much sugar now. <laughs> yeah, just gotta have my plain old tea with no sugar. Iced tea, probably from Panera. Love it. Because yeah. we are Sip Club members. And your Babe Ruth card on your chest as you're yeah. eating the <laughs> as you're eating Something the pizza. Like that. Lisa? Yeah, for you. So my favorite meal is a good old Caesar salad. Mm. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Firefly. Wow. I'm going to go with their Caesar salad with salmon. With salmon on That it. is just the best. Yeah. Well, and if you... I had to pick a drink, um, it would probably be a margarita because mm. I love mar- a good old margarita. So what if you could love bring it. back any restaurant that may no longer exist? That makes a Caesar salad. That would be Zeppatelli's oh. Pizza in St. Louis. Wow, she got or that Zepatelli. quick, didn't she? Yes, she did. Or I don't know if it's actually St. Louis. It would probably be Collinsville, I think, is so where the, it was. So, Zeppatelli's. They, so the hidden joke there is we'd do all these card shows in St. Louis, and we would go over like on a Sunday and set up, and we'd be starving by the time we left. And we just want to get home. we would stop at Zeppatelli's. We'd usually we get, get it to pizza. go. Like you said, Riley said, we had the sausage pizza and the grilled chicken Caesar salad on the dashboard of our van, and we would eat it on the way home because we wanted to get home. Yeah. yeah. But we had Their our- dressing, there's just nothing ever like it, and it just closed. I mean, it was in business for years. Well, but who's to say that's what Baseball Card Connection may eventually have to do? We may eventually close, and it's just part of it. But that's what we struggle with because I don't want to just close mm-hmm. because – of all the memories and the people that come to our store, it would just literally break my heart yeah. Yeah. that it would just be gone. Yeah. So, so don't worry, I hope training the next generation to take over. So I hope Katie, somebody will take oh, over. <laughs> I hope somebody will take over the store. So, you know, we can't, Lisa said I the don't other know. Day so we can go to the breakers. Retiring. So it's not somebody taking over it completely, but basically running it as running she, it as she comes back from the beach and checks in and then heads back to the beach. Yeah, I'm sorry, it can't be me because I'll be at the beach with Lisa. Yeah. So. <laughs> we all know that. Well, and then you mentioned card on your chest. Yeah, mine would be Jazz Chisholm. I am a huge Miami Marlins fan. Huge. Yeah. Love the Miami Marlins, and I love Jazz Chisholm, and that's I collect Jazz Chisholm cards. Oh, so fine. if anybody wants to shoot me over a Jazz Chisholm card, hmm. I'll take it. That's awesome. Go. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This was a good chat. This yeah. Was fun. Thank you. Yeah. And we Wealth look- of knowledge. Yes. Well, thanks for having us. And next time I expect at least a little mini loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring a little sausage. <laughs> because isn't it called breaking bread? It is it called is. breaking yeah, bread. You would think that we, we would at least talk about have like a loaf how of bread. We should, yeah, we Listen, did talk about that. I didn't even know. 8 a.m. people. Yeah. We I eat bread. We you can eat bread 24 hours a day, Katie. Doesn't matter what we time were, of the day um, it is. Doing a podcast, Lisa just said something like the firefly and bread at eight o'clock, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> next right, time, so. next time. But I like you guys, so I'm not Thank disappointed. You. <laughs> Thank you. We look forward to seeing you at Firefly next week. It sounds like for your actually, weekly, I want to come this week because I was so full the other night 
from my salad. You can oh, get dessert. Oh my god, that apple pie dessert apple cake? or yes. apple cake. You never I, had any yet? No, oh, I was okay. going to order it the other night, but I was so full. And I just, I want that and that sweet potato pie. Oh, it's mm. so good. You're it in will. for a treat. Oh, my God. I just, I might go this week and just have dessert. We'll just go Saturday night. We'll, we'll change our plans. <laughs> I know, but I hate. <laughs> we always, fine. I I don't want to go there because you work there. It's the best food in town. Is, so. yeah. You know, we're going to go out for dinner. She could just like sneak it in and we could say yeah. we don't want dessert, but just sit there yeah. and eat the fire at right, another restaurant. Know. Dessert to go, maybe. That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm just going to make homemade pizza so you guys are on your own. <laughs> Sausage. Perfect. Perfect. The best. Sweet. Well, thank you guys once again. And as always, we're so glad you're here.